Okay. One can say hello to Cloud Nuggety. Put in the offer group. If Okay, and then stage and A, you can question. Right, everyone. So, welcome to A at Cat's AMA. Uh, we're moving along nicely. I haven't drawn enough attention to it, so I'd like to make attention to it right now. Our portfolio is worth about 450 ETH, not including the 27,000 that we have in our reserve. Uh, I think considering that we minted for 280 ETH, um, I don't know, do the math for me, Parker. Say 430 plus 425. So, well, including our cash reserves, we've got about 450. So it's about, we're up about 60% in the middle of, of a deep crypto window. I, I think that's pretty good, right? Heck yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. By, by being extraordinarily um, Hats off to the council and to the community for, for their trust and support. Just to break that down for everyone. Uh, that is assuming a board ape is 100 ETH, which I think we can agree it is. Uh, that's a mutant ape at about 20 ETH. That is our other side deed at uh, about 9 ETH, considering its location and stuff. Uh, that is an 81 for crypto punks, assuming the male trait. Uh, and again, for our other deed, we've got a very good property, so we're not going to you know, judge it based on floor. That'd be silly. We can do a floor of the bionic swamp and its location. Um, we, sorry, 100 and, um, uh, sorry, 82 for our CryptoPunk. Um, and then we have 81 in reserves. One second, <laughs> let's do this again. Okay, the board Ape, the Mutant Ape. Then we have the other deed. We have the cash reserves in ETH, in WEF. Ah, I see where I'm at. Cash reserves are 81 ETH plus. I'll give it, I'll give it a better breakdown. But we are quite up, is the point. Because pretty much everything we bought is. <laughs> so that is good. Um, now, people were asking, and I think you were asking, why is CryptoPunks pumping? I think CryptoPunks is pumping because of market stability. Uh, the fact that someone bought one for 2 million um, and then, uh, then ETH is up and consumer confidence still seems to be in NFTs, I think that has just prompted people to look for most stable of the NFT investments, right? I think there is a general consensus, you know, even, you know, I, I talk to John Carlo all the time. I don't really talk to Brett about blue chips that much. Uh, and yet, you know, in, in my conversation with him on Twitter, he offered the information himself yesterday that, you know, well, you know, the profile picture era is probably up, but I mean, you know, crypto punks and board Yacht club is still something that people are going to kind of view as that long-term option. And it will probably considerably do well in the market. And he offered that independent of me. And I think that that is a general consensus. We see any common trend, you know, 
we really wanted to be announced. And of course, that will pivot me to the next point. Uh, we've missed this window announced, unfortunately. Um, you know, we will, we, we may have an opportunity in the future, but it would be silly for us to expect that we're going to get into announced 80 ETH when it seems to be the averages setting for, I think, uh, 102, 30, 106, 150. So, un unfortunately, that. That ship is sailed temporarily. We'll keep watching that project. We'll keep looking for an entry point. But um, that gets me onto the point that for those of you who did, you know, want us to be spending more of our funds on arbitrage, we are reviewing options right now. I'm going to be writing a internal paper first for the council, uh, which I will then, if the council agrees on it, we will then present it to you. But, but essentially, um, we will be looking to create a mandate uh, for me to trade on behalf of the council uh, with very specific guidelines. What we're potentially looking for, and again, this is without council review, so we're still reviewing this, but what we are looking to do is do, do, do two kinds of sniping. Number one is trade sniping, um, and that would be for very specific projects. So the only project right now that I consider acceptable for trade sniping is Mutant Ape. And what I mean by trade sniping or trade arbitrage uh, and, and again, I have to define this term arbitrage because many people think of arbitrage as a lossless option, right? Even though the term itself can mean multiple things. But most people in the crypto space, when they think of arbitrage, they think of if one exchange has Ethereum for $1,000 and another exchange has it for 1005 that is an arbitrage opportunity if you can do it, right? That is not what we're referring to over here. What I'm referring to over here is a situation that because um, you cannot make Rate offers so easily on OpenSea and stuff. Uh, some of the kind of the, you know the longer, better uh, collections like Mutant Ape and Doodle Ape, uh, Doodles and so on have situations where some of the traits um, are mispriced, right? And so a good example of this might be the black suit. Uh, How were they about to get? How were they even able to post it? Someone just have they did did you just kick them? Just kick them? Um, can you unmute yourself, Parker? Did, did, or, or oh, what just happened? Yeah, there? I don't know. I think it's about an hour and a half ago. Yeah, but how did they? they... No idea. I heard they were gone. No, no, but how did they? How did they? The tag at everyone passed. Uh, I know, but how did they even post? It is not synced. Problem. Thank you, Paul, for catching that. Good. Someone just try and type in the council opinions now, except for the council. Oh, can you try and write over there quickly? Come on, just let me know in cafe.
And has that person been removed from the server? I can't. Uh, did, did we remove them from the server? Yes. Okay. Do you mind? Okay. Um, so yeah, I was saying that arbitrage-wise, um, one one form of arbitrage is trait arbitrage, whereby there is a mispricing on the, the floor for specific traits, right? And a good example of this, I'm. I can. But a good example of this is if you go and look at the history of black suits for M2 or M2s in general. For those who don't know, with mutant apes, you have M1 serum, M2 serum, and M3 serum is 11 legendaries. Um, M2 serum is, was only distributed at 25%, so it's much rarer. And M1 serum was 75%. And so in general, there are opportunities whereby, let's say the trade floor or the last sold for a trade was 66 ETH. If you're putting out offers regularly, maybe you get one for 40 ETH. Right now, of course, this is a high level play uh, and why we would you know, do it only for something like mutant apes, because ultimately we have to be willing to be left holding the bags, right? We have to be, it has to be a collection that we believe in in general in long term, so that if we're left holding the bags, um, it's not an absolute crisis. And why that kind of arbitrage is particularly interesting is it serves a very small group of people. And yet, when you speak to board Ape and Mutant Ape holders and people who are getting into that ecosystem, they really do think of it as an incredibly important flex or branding for themselves, right? And so when people do buy into a Mutant Ape, you have to think of it much like people buying a Rolex. Very few people want to buy the cheapest Rolex, right? If you're already buying a flex of that level, you kind of want to pimp it out a bit. So a lot of people will have a, a preferential trait or traits that they want in on. Secondly, uh, if you actually go and spend some time to look at the mutant ape collection, which is 20,000, you will see that so many mutant apes have looked nothing like each other, right? There's the difference between a quality mutant uh, in terms of kind of art looks or something that people would respectably use as their profile picture, and a floor mutant is often quite drastically different. And I know some people think they're all ugly, but I mean, there's degrees of ugly, right? I think we could all say that Goblin Town was tastefully ugly versus some of the, the ripoffs that came out. You can just see they're disjointed and stuff like that. So uh, that's the one kind of tra trait sniping. The second kind of trait arbitrage that we can do, and so, so to be clear, this would be that the council would um, kind of grant me a mandate to buy and sell for them within certain parameters. And this is the one kind of arbitrage. The, uh, the second kind of arbitrage uh, would be uh, floor sniping. And this is you know, where Park and Escobar as well would get in on this because uh, this is about volume trade. Right? This is about... If we see the volume picking up, then it really doesn't matter, um, you know, if we get a floor one, right? If we see volume and we think it's going to 25 and we can get in at 20, then that's a floor, floor arbitrage. In addition to that, we are going to be investing in an automatic sniping bot uh, because Bella and Clevername pragmatically are of the stance and, and the council in general have agreed with them that OpenSea's policy of flagging things for suspicious is truly them covering their own ass because it really is a situation that goes against what is crypto, which is you know, essentially digital cash, goes against the open architecture of Web3. And ultimately, if anything, it's compounding tragedy with tragedy, right? The reality is, yes, it may look a little bit bad for branding, right? In other words, we'll be very careful if we're buying assets for our long-term portfolio, not to have them flagged as suspicious because that gets us into a difficult debate. But if we're buying something for a flip, right, if we have an automatic sniping bot on saying that if any mutant is listed below 17 ETH, buy it immediately, uh, that's not our problem, right? Then we just turn around and we flip it at the floor and we make that spread of two, two and a half ETH. Uh, and then if they want to flag it or if they flag it while we're in the middle of that, well, then we sell it on X2Y2 or we sell it on Luxrare. And I think we can defend ourselves by saying, you know, this is the nature of crypto. We bought it with an automatic bot. We didn't steal it. We too are part of this victim cycle. And uh, as I say, I can, only, I can only get the sense that OpenSea is doing this flagging of suspicious stuff in order to kind of cover their ass for, from future litigation and to give the kind of pretense of helping people, right? Because it's so funny, you know, so many people that get into crypto are like, yeah, it's amazing, it's decentralized Web3. And then the moment something goes wrong, they say, can devs do something? 
right? Where's MetaMask? Can MetaMask help me, please? Can devs do something? Uh, and, and, you know, at best it's naive and at worst it's uh, an appeal to government. And you know what? Uh, we really do not want to, we really do not want to be inviting uh, big government and regulators in here uh, when we can kind of do it ourselves. So I'll start, those are, those are the ideas we're playing with. Of course, we would not be putting all ATEs towards that. We'll be doing you know, smaller amounts, but we think, you know, having kind of up to 20% of our portfolio uh, or even 15%, you know, 75% for the long holds, 15% in the arbitrage kind of phase is quite reasonable uh, and is something we, you know, we should be doing. So. We are moving in that direction. I know some people feel that we are moving frustratingly slow, uh, but you know, at the same time, when I put out protocols quickly and, and disregard our process, everyone else gets upset. So you know, this is what it means to be in a DAO. We're trying to be as functional as possible, but we also you know, have procedures. You, you've elected a council, they're doing their job. Uh, you know, Escobar is a fantastic balance to me because he says, look, let's just slow down a little bit sometimes. Let's just you know, dot our I's and cross our T's. And I, I very much appreciate him for that, even if it frustrates me at times. And I think in for the long-term well-being of this DAO, uh, it is extremely important that, you know, we accept that we're going to sometimes miss plays. Um, but, you know, whatever we do do, you know, we've done properly. Um, speaking of which, you know, some other people raised, well, why aren't we doing arbitrage and things like the Saudis and stuff? Dylan, you're making four and a half ETH. Why aren't you doing trades for the DAO with those? I think the answer is, look, you know, no one is expecting all of you to have all of your money just in fat cats. That would be silly, right? You know, we've said from the start that the two core utilities of fat cats is this is a fund, right? A hedge fund, an arbitrage fund, a long-term fund, whatever you like. That's its core kind of... Um, tangible utility, right? It's, in, you know, that, that most people in the world could understand. It's a, it's a classic kind of fund, but for a new and exciting kind of um, space um, or asset class. And then the second key offering is we've got this business lounge and think tank, right? Whereby we're providing you these whitelist spots. We've got people doing research. We've got alpha callers. You do... Fat Cats, as its fund of funds, does not need to be putting money into those when you can be putting money there yourself, right? You know, part of the premise of Fat Cats is protecting the capital, safety first, and also going into the plays that many other people can't do, right? Most of you here probably could not easily sum up, you know, 35 ETH to do a arbitrage play on a meet, right? That's partly the whole point of creating a community whale, that we can do some of these bigger and mid-tier plays that many people individually either can't do or if they can do, it would be an extraordinary high risk based on how much of their assets, right? There would be very little diversification for them. Whereas us doing things like the Saudis, which is potentially a 10x, a 20x, whatever, but has, you, has a, a, a much more volatile potential and, and get you wrecked, that should be done on an individual level. Both because, again, it, it doesn't speak to the majority over here. And because those kinds of plays, you know, when we talk about moving in, you know, an arbitrage play and mutant apes and stuff like that, sure, it moves fast, but nothing moves as fast as uh, these kinds of degen plays, right? These meme plays, as Brett Malinowski calls them. So, um, you know, we are exploring how to do arbitrage. We're not backing away from that. That is what we're doing. But we are certainly going to keep it to things that, that, either would have been good in our portfolio anyway. So for the trade sniping, you know, as I say, the only thing I can get my head around, and I think the other counselors are somewhat in agreement with me on this, is something like a mutant aid play uh, and being fairly conservative with that too. Uh, and then on the, on, the, um, on the floor sniping, whereby we kind of have an automatic sniper out looking for mispricing, those we're thinking of sticking to mutants, doodles, and moonbirds. Um, for those who ask me, why aren't we looking at billionaire, sorry, um, board ape kennel club, and why aren't we looking at things like other deeds? The answer is no one uses kennel clubs as a profile picture, which means it's very much a collectible and doesn't have that same kind of attraction as a mutant. There is price play over there, but it really tends to be like a derivative aggregate as opposed to its own mover and shaker. 
And similarly for other deeds, let's be honest, right? There's so little known that it's very speculative, right? When With mutant apes, you have holders for the long term of people trying to save up to get their forever ape and stuff like that. We don't yet have that um, with other deeds. And, and again, I'm, I'm doing arbitrage personally on other deeds. You're all welcome to ask me, right? I'm happy to share that info with you. But just because something makes sense for me on a risk level doesn't mean it makes sense for this entire DAO. And I think... I think when we think that through, we're all somewhat in agreement. I just know that some, you know, Big Ben and others have mentioned that they were a little bit frustrated. They want things to move faster. We are moving at a really good pace and all the investments we have made are significantly up. As I said, you know, our board ape is around 100 ETH. We paid 86. Our mutant, we paid 17. I think it's around 20. Our um, crypto punk, I think we paid around 68 ETH. The floor on the males is, I think, around 82. Uh, and we got a nice one. Um, our other deed, we paid 5.25. The, the floor on, on that tier and location is probably around nine. Um, so, you know, all in all, I think we are doing this the right way. Uh, I'd love to move faster as well, but we have to be conscious of how we're doing this. Um, Parker, Bella, do you want to add anything on that? Spot on. I think missed nouns by less than a week. I mean, when we moved on that, 80, 80 ETH was five days away, the last sale, and everything else, spot on, let's keep going. Awesome. And yeah, and, and, and on nouns, look, if we do well with some of these arbitrage, we'll swing back, right? You know, what's a noun worth? A noun's worth what the market says it's worth, right? And uh, I personally, if I had 100 ETH to put into a noun that wouldn't take up all of my portfolio, uh, I'd be comfortable with that. I'd be comfortable with that. So I think two things regarding nouns. Number one, we can always swing back with profits. Number two, um, I do believe having watched the price situations, I don't think there's price manipulation going on in nouns, but I do think because of how illiquid it is, right? It's such a small collection. The fact that Poop and two other whales are fighting over the nouns right now is inflating the floor a little bit. So, you know, we, we can always swing back to that if we see an opportunity and we can do, you know, a, a, because we have a mandate already from this DAO, you know, it would only require a council vote. So we can move quickly if we see an opportunity. Um, in general, though, give, you know, what we've also learned from nouns is it's probably good when we put out votes, put a time limit, um, you know, and, and we can clarify that time limit, right? The time limit can be, look, if we can't get in within two weeks to reallocate the money to arbitrage, uh, you know, with the understanding that the council, you know, can, can, you know, with a majority vote, swing back to. But we, we can... We can be careful in our wording and create broader mandates if need be, so that we're just not kind of sitting on the money, missing other opportunities, but also not saying that we, you know, we're not still interested. So I, I think that's where we're at. I'm, I'm very happy with that. I'm frustrated about the nines, not going to lie, because you know, I love that we're heavily in the Yuga ecosystem, but I, you know, that was kind of the one like Web3 native brand that's you know, really pulling it off and has a you know, really cohesive founding team, community, artists, they've got it all. So I'm going to keep my eye there closely. And uh, yeah, and, and we have been offered, we were offered some arbitrage, like, you know, someone wanted to buy our board ape and stuff. It was a scam. Um, and, you know, that segues, segues me in. Please, everyone, be very careful. I mean, 16, I think the total of, of pain was 16 fat cats, including the mutant fat cat um, that an offer was accepted for 2.5 ETH. Um, he... he you know, it was stolen. It was stolen because of this arbitrage scam. If people go and look in, in minor announcements of scam alerts, you'll see what happened was someone was able to spoof people's Discord IDs, wanted to do OTC deals, did this long masquerade of trying to accept the offer on OpenSea and stuff. It didn't work. They then said, let me get in the founder of the project. In this case, they were spoofing me, trying to say I have Dylan Shab over here. And uh, yeah, you know, and, um, you know, just some very... Uh, quick ways to check that if you right click on someone's name you can copy their id that can never be spoofed and also if you leave a note in their name like hey hey or something that cannot be spoofed either so um you know but be very vigilant right the, the thieves are as hungry as ever they are as creative as ever scams are happening you know even to the best of us um you know also as bella brought up so well this week please remember that if you shard you know multiple wallets burner wallets within the same, you know, kind of MetaMask, uh, it's using the same seed phrase. So if they get into one of them, they get into one, right? It's better to have multiple 
um, profiles or, or log in via multiple Gmails so that you can have MetaMask on each of those Chrome extensions or use Firefox or something. And that way you can have your, even your burner wallet separate. So really people, please be vigilant um, because they are truly quite hungry. And you know, whoever's still doing well, right? We were not much of a target until recently. And I think the reason is because, you know, there were bigger fish to fry, right? They were going for these, you know, big tier projects where, you know, there's always potentially more money. And now we're getting to this point where, hold on a second, Fat Cats is still succeeding. Our floor is holding strong. Our volume is there. We are, you know, genuinely a success story. And, um, you know, hungry eyes follow success. That's just how it goes. So that's where we're at. Um, Segwaying into the other thing, I think the research departments are doing wonderful work. If you have any ideas uh, for a research channel or would like to get involved or get involved in alpha calling and stuff like that, we encourage it. Um, I will have another list of ambassadors to post as well uh, today. So, you know, we're going to be having a bunch more ambassadors, which I think is exciting. Uh, and it's really already bearing fruit uh, because these ambassadors are keeping us informed uh, about the happenings in these different projects. Uh, and, and that's what we want, right? Our poker tournament is doing, you know, the Lord's work over here by really creating uh, inter-community mingling. I think the average player base of something per poker tournament on Saturday and Sunday is something like 400 people or something, which is extraordinary given that so many discords are dead. Yeah, we are kind of building and uh, it's just happy here, right? It's just quite happy over here and I'm happy that it's happy over here. So if you have any of those ideas um, for more research, for integrating us with other communities, for partnerships, especially if it doesn't cost us money. I mean, <laughs> you're asking us to buy into a project, you know, that is something that the council has to decide on as an investment. If there's a way for us to have a partnership that doesn't cost us money or just costs us prizes, or they want to give us an embassy or something in their metaverse platform, or they want to integrate us in their game, or they can produce things for our Shopify store that is uh, underway, uh, we're nearly there. Cyril's is fantastic work with that um let us know let us know we'd love to to do something with that um i do want to add though that you know segueing onto goblin cats which i think has been an extraordinary success and i see caleb in the crowd and you know you know hats off to caleb i mean beautiful experience you know the website was clean um the gas was low metadata you know up OpenSea Willing has been updating fairly well as well. But yeah, the whole website experience, if you haven't gone yet to sacrifice, even if you don't sacrifice, just log in over there. You'll see all the sounds, all their interaction. It's just a very fun um, experiment to play and taking things in new ways. Well, we, we're not boasting this whole novelty thing. And yet Caleb has made um, both a very high tier experience and there are some very new novel aspects to it as well. But I do want to say this, what I'm finding within this community, and Escobar raises this point well, is, you know, Fat Cats built itself on this extraordinarily transparent, high utility project where you can ask all the questions and know everything. And that attracted a certain kind of person. That attracted a person that's here for the long term, that's trying to look at things from an investment mindset and stuff. Those people tend to not be doing many DGEN plays. So this DGEN play as much as it's been extremely fun for a lot of people and was a free mint, so, you know, a lot of people didn't have to lay out much money, it has caused, I think, a certain amount of excess anxiety for some because they're like, well, I, I missed a mint. Do I buy in now? Am I going to get wrecked and all of that? And you know what, friends, as I've been saying to some of these people, uh, and if you don't know what a DJ play is, if you're not comfortable with a DJ play, if you don't know how to sell in a DJ play, that's okay. Don't do the fat cats goblin. Don't do the goblin cats play. Okay. Don't do the goblin cats play. You can always go and buy some more fat cats. You can always come and ask the alpha players and learn from them, right? You don't have to invest. You can just learn from them. But I think it's important that, you know, we don't miss out on opportunities. That was an amazing branding opportunity for us that allowed us to show what we can do quickly. You know, we're trying to get this accelerator off the road right now with being able to, you know, select high quality projects and, and showing them a portfolio of a Fat Cat launch that was great, of a community that's great, of a team that's great, and then of a project that we put forward so quickly and executed so smoothly is extremely important. And you don't have to invest in it if it's not your play. First and foremost, it is a DJ and play. 
And I want to add to that as well, that for those of you who are doing the alpha calls and stuff, don't just put, do your own research. Tell them a bit more about the project, right? Say, look, this is a DGEM play. I'm telling you that I'm going to be looking at it. What price you should get in, I can't tell you yet. What price you can get out, I don't know yet. Please watch the volume. You know, then you can post an update if you bought in and sold out, right? Help people with actual understanding more than just saying, hey, this is an alpha call. Because I think for a lot of people who don't regularly do the DGEM plays uh, or people that are not always on our cafe, they're missing a lot of that context. Now, that all aside, you know, that's, again, mostly, as I was saying, that for the research department, right? Let's have, you know, clearer warning messages as opposed to just, you know, the DYOR kind of message. Regarding Goblin Cat, so I want to say this. We intend to build. Okay? We do intend to build. And this is a, a week of sacrifice, right? It, it's not sacrifice if you know all the answers. Okay? This is meant to be frustrating. When we built Goblin Cats, we took inspiration from Goblin Town, and we also took inspiration from Wagdai. For those who weren't following, Wagdai was we're all going to die. They were burning mutant apes. They were making you know, light of people getting wrecked and death and all of that kind of stuff. It's beautiful performative art. And we wanted that experience for you. We wanted you to kind of have the bird in the hand, which is Goblin Cats, which kind of tells you, you know, you, you, you have a basic sense of utility, i.e. you know, the recording, let's see, yeah. You know it is a alpha pass over here, right? You know it's something you can give your friends and family. You know it entitles you to catnip. You don't know exactly what its future's plans are, right? Like we've clearly got these graves coming now. They've got attributes still. They're going to have their own story, but it may come down the line, okay? The core utility of goblin cats, if you keep them, you know what they are, and you get to make a decision. Look, supply is dwindling. I think over nearly 2,500 have, have been sacrificed. You know, that's, that's a valuable alpha pass. Then you get to the path of, okay, if I do go and make a great sacrifice, I'm getting one of these extremely rare bottles there will not be another opportunity to burn goblin cats for these bottles there may be future opportunities for goblin cats later down the road for other things but they you will not be able to create these seven deadly sins again and you're being asked to come down the road of do you trust caleb and the rest of the ecosystem he's building uh which we're not telling you yet and if you do and if you want to take a chance or if you want to hedge your bets or if you want to go half and half you know some people are like well which bottle do i get all of those variables, that is the DGEN play, that is the fun. And after the sacrifice period, of course we will tell you more information, right? We are always going to put our own twist on things. And our own twist is that this is not just a DGEN play. We are builders. Caleb's a builder, I'm a builder. But at this point, it's a DGEN play. And we're always going to call it a DGEN play because it, it will likely have a lot more price volatility than something like Fat Cats. And, and, and people getting into it should get in with that understanding. I know people have a lot of trust in me and faith in me, but I do think, you know, Caleb and I have given very fair warning over here. And again, if this is not something you're comfortable with, that is okay. Fat Cats is a large community. We're meant to cater to lots of people. You don't have to use every aspect over here, every form of research, every alpha call, every whitelist. And I think that is the beauty over here. And why I say this all kind of somberly like this is because I do not want to mommy you. You know, some communities, they heavily curate their whitelist marketplace. They heavily curate the content. I do not want to get us to that point. I believe that we've already got a locked discord. I believe we've got amazing mentors who help ground people in. I believe we have people here from vast different experiences, from MC, who's an extremely smart macroeconomist, to Rapjack, who's a clever trader, to Gladiator, who's a clever trader, to Crypto, who's a clever coin trader. We have so many people over here with different expertise. And then we've also got newbies, right? I see Max Passive in the, in the audience, who's not scared to ask the very basics of using a MetaMask. And I think that's beautiful. But part of that comes with, look, friend, if you're not yet ready for kind of a more complex or highly volatile trade, don't get in on it. Even if it's something we've created and it's going to continue to have use, not everything we create you need to get in on. So I think that that is the message. Now, on a, on a, on a happier note, I really think the Goblin Cat thing is going fabulously. I think it's, it's really been a masterful set of work by Caleb, uh, by this community, the great questions and stuff. Uh, and uh, I'm going to be thrilled to continue that journey, and I know Caleb is. I mean, Caleb has multiple chapters lined up, much more than I even hoped for. 
um you know this is his baby and he's 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 doing wonderful things with it um and um yeah you know the most important thing i have to say when it comes to these kinds of plays is enjoy the journey enjoy the journey and enjoy the play um so yeah so all in all those are the main points welcome escobar um our portfolio is considerably up that's wonderful we will continue to hold our assets over there. We will explore from time to time, you know, Bella has raised the point of, you know, what if we list some of our higher assets, right, at a high, much higher than floor price, right? Because maybe someone just wants a specific one. We are exploring that, but that would require then counselors to hold that specific asset, right? Because unfortunately, uh, we cannot get a Gnosis safe to interact yet with OpenSea. I am speaking to the founder of X2Y2. He's looking into it. So there will be a possibility we might be able to list via X2Y2. We already got our blue check mark this week on X2Y2. So we've got a wonderful relationship working over there. But, um, but as of now, we, you know, we, we, cannot, we cannot do anything via the Gnosis safe. Uh, except, good news, we were able to get our collab land working, so we were able to verify us holding a uh, board ape and a other side D. So that's been wonderful. Uh, and I've been sitting there hanging with some of the apes and conversing and, and telling them I represent that cat, so that's been really, really dope. Um, then, as I, as I mentioned, to summarize for those who, who, who came a bit later, we are working through a plan to do some arbitrage. It's going to be an internal memo first for the council. Once we are happy with that and um, you know, we've got consensus, we will put that to you. Again, for those who feel we're not moving fast enough, sorry, not sorry. I, I, I defer to Escobar on this. I think it's very important we you know, dot our I's and cross our T's. Everything we've done so far has done well. I think that you know, is because we are being so careful. Uh, and the fact that I was correct on the reality of nouns being time sensitive is just too bad sometimes, right? We missed it, okay. Uh, we can always come back to it. But I think, you know, having the protocols and stuff in, in place right now, which we were able to pass via votes, uh, was extremely important. Really, really very useful. Um, and then, um, yeah, Legion plays, research, ambassadors, all doing very well. And um, if you've got any more ideas and if you want to contribute in different ways, please reach out to us. You know, one of the nice things about these kind of downtime periods is, I'm able to sit in the cafe voice text a lot more. So is Escobar, so is Bella, so is Parker. You know, we are by the people for the people pretty much. You know, we are uh, shareholders along with all of you, uh, except according to the SEC, we're a collector's club. But, um, you know, we are equity holders along with all of you. And um, so, yeah, if you've got ideas and stuff, let us know. Let us know. Uh, Parker, Bella, Escobar, you guys want to add anything? That was it was brought up today. I think good good question about listing one of our you know with these that are pumping. Is there a good time to list say a crypto pump during one of these pumps and then buy back? Well, well, you see, well that's that that again gets back into an arbitrage play, right? That is something we can vote on as an arbitrage play. I think the the great the, the more general question that Bella was asking was, let's say we always had our board ape listed, right? Let's say we had it listed at whatever, 130, 120, right? Because maybe there's someone out there who really wants that specific board ape as a profile pick. That's a great question, right? In other words, we can, because, then, because we bought our board ape on the understanding that we didn't really care which one we got. We just wanted a floor ape, right? So if we were able to integrate our Gnosis safe with OpenSea, that would be something we should be doing all the time, right? We could always have our assets much higher than their floor because we're not sentimental with the exception of something like the other deed because we didn't buy a floor one right but the ones where we bought a floor one as long as we're listing them well above the floor uh, we can all swing back and buy the floor right in other words you know i would have the mandate that if that one sold quickly go and buy a floor one right and, and that would be the arbitrage but to do that right now would require one of the counselors to you know have it in their wallet uh, and 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 i that, that raises it's not there yet that's not ideal right now so i think you know i think let me explore a bit more with x2 y2 uh, let this council deliberate a bit more uh, because you know we are trying to honor kind of this gnosis safe having assets you know managed by this council uh trying to mitigate risk right because for the arbitrage plays we do have to you know give a council uh, money to go and buy things uh, but in the case of you know assets as valuable as a board ape and stuff 
it might just be worth you know skipping on that potential play although we could do it with our mutant right we could we could you know give one of the counselors our mutant to have up at whatever 25 ETH if it sells itself right so um yeah we 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 will be adding that to the agenda next week and revisiting it but this was a point of order vela and it, it's definitely worth considering i'm just going to add that um so with the the trait sniping and all of that one of the also things that with going with mutant that we have kind of a safety net for is if we snipe on a specific trait and we can't sell that trait we can also go back and sell our other mutant so because we have more than one we're also not as stuck in a position at any point yes um as it's changed yes that is true that is true we can, we can balance our book thank you for bringing that up absolutely we add that to the agenda Don't have it. Oh, Bella, when you, when you clone the agendas for next week, if you could just add your own point about trading. Uh, sure. Um, okay. General questions. Does anyone want to raise their hand or if you want to tag me in Cafe Voice Text? Uh, Rapjack, this is your turn. Did you want to come up, Rapjack? Caleb, did you want to come up? Anyone? I'm surprised I haven't got more ETH questions. You've been asked more ETH questions. Yep. <laughs> I just sold 25 ETH uh, day and yesterday. Yep, I've been bouncing for weeks. Sold, sold between 1190 and 1260 range. Now, you know, buy back Yeah, there's different plays personally and versus the Dow money and different things like that. Yeah, I think I think for the Dow there's there's no clear like you know just we we've, we've got enough cash reserves. You know, ultimately we're investing in E. I think our opportunities are are in E. But but yes, for for those who who have asked that question, Parker and I regularly are watching uh, ETH and ApeCoin, uh, and of course always watching Bitcoin because it, you know let's face it, yes. We are looking for arbitrage plays in ETH and Bitcoin because, uh, and you know, I should actually add that, add that to that arbitrage paper because I, I think, you know, two would of course be equivalent of our blue chip coins. Um, but yes, we are looking for those kinds of opportunities. But I, I think it's fair to say, Parker, that these, the, this price movement has been confusing a lot of people, right? Like, you know, I, I, I don't think this council can be kind of, you know, why didn't why didn't why didn't we buy in at ten hundred you know thousand and why didn't you know well because a lot of people thought it was going to eight uh, and a lot of you know so you know we we sold wisely in the fourteen fifty mark for sure but where we buy back in I I think a lot of people are concerned so again this is something yeah. I'm happy to do for myself but I'm you know I don't think what it would have necessarily been a wise play for this. Guy. Insight is you know, yeah. this beautiful thing, right? Well, I, yeah, and I don't think it's the mandate to be day trading coins. If it is, we can explore that in different ways. But you know, as far as just holding a bag for expenses and making those moves more on a macro level, that's that's where we're at with that. Right. Although, if we are here for a while, you know, and we start to see kind of a, a very stable tunnel, uh, you know, a couple of plays like there on, on I don't. I think using our people's assets, actual, right? We do have a lot of smart traders over, you know, four, five, six years experience in. So it's 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 not off the table, but but we would have to see a play that we all very much. I saw six fifty or something. Um, cool, cool, okay. Um. I'm not seeing any hands. Rapjack, you, you really don't want to come up? Rapjack wanted to come up. Okay. But Dr. T. Yeah. Hello. Dr. T, sir, how are you? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Good. So, uh, the, it's a question about the Gnosis stage. How many signatures does it take to get something to move? I know we have five council members, so three. does it take three out of five three. or and, three? And actually, I'm only putting them on there now. Because Paul okay. Bella and a few others came 
buying group passes. Okay, now if we were to list a mutant, everyone agrees on it, it has to go to one individual's wallet, right? Correct. Okay, so what are your thoughts on maybe creating a separate wallet shared by just two council members for that situation? Because on the slight chance, God forbid, something happens well, to same, whoever's holding it. Well, well, same problem. You see, this is exactly the same problem, Dr. T. There is no multi-wallet that works particularly well. You see... Oh, no, I'm saying just if you open a new wallet, just two of the council members would be responsible. One would hold it and sell it. And that's just, you, so you guys can just share the exact same seed. So at any given moment, both of you have access to that seed. Right. And on the slight chance something goes wrong with one person. Oh, you mean ask? Well, well, we, we can share the seed with one of the other. Yeah, I mean, I can share. Yeah, so yeah. Just, we have, just, a, new, we have an, a brand new, actually, we have a brand new trader wallet for me, uh, which is a hardware mm -hmm. wallet. Uh, but yeah, okay. I, we, we can, we can share that seed. Sure. And that would only be necessary if we actually list it, you know, that way it's not just falling on one person to be able to manage it and hold it. Because anything could go wrong, you know? Sure. In fact, I, I like And I just want second let's, person to have this. Let's put that on the agenda, Bella. But I think we can do better than that. I think what we can do, because we did this for Crown Capital, actually. I think if, if I can give you guys the 24 seed, Bella, um, I think we can split it in two, right? We can, you know, put maybe Bella and Parker as group one for half of that seed, Escobar mm -hmm. and two, and then any two of you can come together if Oh, perfect, perfect. Because yeah. then you've got enough for a majority as well, right? Like Exactly, they, exactly. Yes, it's better. They want to pull back an asset because of collusion. Because we've got bylaws for collusion or bad practices and stuff like that. We just didn't have a mm -hmm. practical mechanism. So, for example, in you. the case of Crown Capital, we have, uh, for Mirandas, we have a similar situation. Gala gave us a wallet that's kind of on their ecosystem, but it also has a cool seed phrase. Perfect, that works. No, that's a good, awesome. that's a good, yeah, that's a good practical one. Because for those who don't know, a Gnosis safe is a smart contract itself, right? It's not a wallet. There is no seed phrase to a Gnosis safe. So because of that, uh, we have a situation whereby um, you've got all these dApps that work with it very well, like Wallet Collect, Connect and all of that. But unfortunately, OpenSea looks rare and X to Y to have not prioritized allowing Gnosis safe to go to signing. So, you know, which is still, it, it blows my mind because, I mean, they've been the two leaders in the for, you know, a couple of years and requested. But I think it has a lot to do with uh, OpenSea doesn't want to trust anyone. That's really what I think it boils down to. You know? Gnosis is willing to trust because if you, the Gnosis trusts, it's the actual bearer of that smart contract to sign, right? Like we, this Gnosis safe, can choose what we want to sign. But OpenSea does not want to give any of its of powers it seems I, I don't fully understand you know what i'm actually stop. yeah but from what i understand they aware of the question there's multiple blogs like if you search for it open see you'll see that they've been asked multiple times by different people but they don't seem to want to prioritize cool okay so, uh, Bella, do you mind making a note of that as well, please? Uh, yeah, I've done. I've made a note. Okay, so We're good. good. You can just import the account that you want to share to the different accounts as MetaMask with the private key. Um, well, no, Pearl, because we don't have the private key, right? It's a hardware wallet. That's exactly the point. It's, it's cold storage. The private key is not on there. Right, so it's not a, it's not a, it's not the, it's not the hot. We're not talking about like the whitelist flips. We're talking about like, the serious wallet but what we can do is i can off kind of offline share my screen let them write down half of the half of the seed phrase and stuff in other it will be a backup if they if, if they need to log in or something and as many of our counselors now have group pluses you know Vela, how many how many cards do you have if you ever had to activate one how many cards do you have <laughs> i think i'm sitting at about 10 of them at this point there's a lot <laughs> exactly yeah. is so there we go. So in other words, if Bella, Bella, I'm sure you can donate one if you ever, if the council ever needs to activate by getting into the trader wallet that I've got. Out kind of raise out there. Yeah, not a problem at all. Good. Well, good. Very good point and points. Um, great. Well, I, you know, it's 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 this weird market. I'm 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 enjoying it right now, but. Um, 
you know, they, they're certainly going to have trouble. I mean, OpenSea laid off 20% of its employees uh, this week. Uh, no big surprise over their friends. You know, that is volume is down. If volume is down, well, then OpenSea is earning less. And if OpenSea is earning less, uh, their investors who gave them, I think it was 300 million in, in, in capital raise, uh, are probably saying, you know, cut costs. Bad cut costs. I, I, that makes sense. I'm glad that they're going to be a leaner operation. But on the other hand, OpenSea is already very shitty when it comes to customer service. Uh, so now it's probably going to be worse. The, maybe the silver lining over there, though, is um, that at least, uh, at least other markets now can you know, come and pick up some of that slack. Right? I, I'm a big champion of X2Y2. So if OpenSea keeps fumbling with the ball, uh, I'm going to support X2. So. Awesome. Okay, friends. Well, um, and if any of you still want to listen to me talking, uh, come and join us on WGMI now. It's, I think it's one of the whitelist spots for us. Yeah, it's Metakami. Okay. So I'll be speaking to Metakami in about five minutes. Um, but yeah, you know, our portfolio is up. Um, our man our um, best practices are in place now kind of our protocols we are as a council carefully working through ideas of arbitrage and um yeah that's it that's it we are you know building properly um trying to fine-tune our process along the way we're going to make lots of pound error mistakes as well but um yeah thank you all for supporting us on this journey and uh, dylan just quick question um so what, uh, I didn't look yet, but what roughly what percent is our entire portfolio up? Uh, I'm going to do the numbers for the newsletter tomorrow, but it, okay. it seems to be, it's considerable. Considerable. Wow. That's amazing. And so, and there is also one question that popped up in cafe text chatter and it's, have you looked into a MetaMask institutional? Yeah. Red bean hair, do you want to provide more information or come up and explain? It just says you can set it up so that all transactions require multiple approvers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that, that's a multi-sig. That is, again, a multi-sig, and it's not, it's not as good as a safe. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, if you can send me more, I, I think I know what you're talking about, because when I looked into Gnosis Safe and Crown Capital, we, we looked at multiple options. I do not know about Curido, though. If you could send me any material on Curido, I'll look into it. But a lot of people found it, uh, anything where kind of it's a MetaMask side multi-sig found it to be very buggy. Uh, sometimes the, the, the MetaMask didn't pop up, et cetera, et cetera. Again, it's a smart contract. And the more variables in a small contract, the more things that might not pop up. But if you could send us red bean hair, um, more information to read on that, I will certainly take a look at it. But as of now, I've spoken to a lot of other DAOs and institutions. No one seems to have a solution that is both good from a security point of view, an operational point of view, but also works yet. Okay, I'm going to stop recording.